Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The following podcast contains mature language and adult discussions. So, this is this is two weeks. This will be a week after the Super Bowl, right? Because people got our Monday show. So, the Super Bowl results are not really news right now. But I didn't talk to you about the game since I did. You did you lay any money? Yeah, I, I would have taken. Um, I, I definitely Kansas. would have taken the points with Kansas City. Yeah, I did. I did. But um, I was in a state where I could not use my favorite um, DraftKings app, so I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But I would have definitely. Um, I would have definitely won some money. And uh, sometimes when those games are like, they're written like wrestling angles, <laughs> like like this one was. Yeah. It's a little like. Mm. Couldn't look plan this one Yeah. Yeah. I think that one of the, one of the, like, like the day after, there was actually reports from the, from the 49ers or people that were in the, in, in the fucking staff and on the team were like, yeah, we really didn't know what the fucking rules were on overtime. We didn't realize they had changed. I'm like really? Oh, see, that's interesting. I didn't know. I'm like, what? They were claiming, like, that's like, I'm thinking, like, okay, well, you you still went down, and you went for the you you, it was fourth, fourth and four, whatever. You guys went for the field goal at like fourteen yard line or whatever it is. You got three, and I got you know they didn't realize that they that Kansas City would get another chance to go down. 
I thought my, I, I don't know what Jesus. the fuck they thought, man. Yeah. But uh, it's the thing with the thing that that people didn't understand was there's no the, the time doesn't. It's a fifth quarter, then it's a sixth quarter, then it's a seventh quarter. It's like you play, but you like there, there was like eight seconds left in the quarter, and and. Like Kansas City, like Mahomes made that first run of like nine yards or whatever it was, and they were like, "Well, fuck!" Like, what, what, like there's no like, there was no time management, and uh, so we're looking at uh, was this Chris Jones? They're crazy. They're crazy. Yeah, yeah, because the overtime rules has changed. That's just something we talked about with. You know, none of us have a ton of experience of it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys, and we just thought it'd be better. We wanted the ball third. Um, if both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win, and um, we got that field goal, so we knew we had to hold them to at least to a field goal, and if, if we did, then we thought it was in our hands after that. Well, let's just make sure it's clear. So, but let me ask you, though. So, if time expires, let's say Mahomes didn't get into the end zone, didn't, didn't get the ball into the end zone, and time expired, with San Francisco with a three-point advantage, would uh, the game have been won? over? They, they would have been over. Okay, so so Mahomes had to at least get the field goal because then it would just would have continued as a tie. But the the touchdown would have put a nail in the coffin. Whether whether time expired or not, it, the, the first team to score a touchdown in overtime, game's over. No, no longer. No. If, if San Francisco would have scored a touchdown, Kansas City still would have got the ball back and would have had to score. So that's what's new then, because prior, if you if you kicked a field goal, the other right. team got a chance to match that. But if you scored a touchdown, it wasn't the case. And right. then if Kansas City would have went down and got like like the coach said, Shanahan, if Kansas City would have came down and kicked a field goal, then it would have been on them to score. Right, because then the next score would have just been the game right. once the second uh, field. Right, so that that was consistent with the old rules. So, I just I, you know when I I saw it the day after, I was just like, as soon as you use the word analytics, <laughs> that that means that we don't we're just fucking we're we we're just figure spit, this shit out. Yeah, we're just spitballing here. We're we're owing, I'm I'm owing four in fucking Super Bowls. So uh, let's just see. Under the new rules, you actually want the ball second. Yeah, exactly. I didn't understand what when when they got when they won the the, the coin toss and took the ball. I went, "Fuck, man, that's that's not not smart." Right? Because you right exactly. Because now, so now you now you you're 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 playing to to score seven and right. You ain't stopping Mahone. That's the thing uh, that I said. If there's Anybody in the world you want in this situation right now? It ain't Purdy. It's him. Yeah, yeah no, no. But uh, yeah, and then my own and it's just like fuck, man. Like I remember, like the first game of the year, Detroit beat them. They beat Kansas City, but but Kels didn't play. And um, but I, I I like I watched and I my brother I asked my brother the same thing. I said, you know, the Lions beat the shit out of the 49ers for three, like, basically three quarters of a game. And then they just fucking, they, that, that long pass went off the fucking guy's helmet and the guy caught it. 
And then, like, the next fucking time the Lions ran the ball, they fucking coughed up the, the uh, they ran off, they ran the, the guy off fucking, like, off tackle mm-hmm. that's been running, it was running fucking crazy around in all day long. And um, I just said to him, I said, you know, because he said, what did you think about the Super Bowl? I said, I, th- I thought that, if Detroit would have been there, they could have they could have beat either of those teams on that day, you know. Based on their play on yeah that I've seen the, yeah, yeah that I that, you know but then again it's like you know the, the the Lions fucking had that you know had that fucking and you know the, the people will go after Campbell and say oh you should have kicked you know you should have kicked the field goals. You know, I should have kicked the field goal. Should have took the points. Should have took the points. Mm. You're like, well, fuck, man. Like the reason the Lions are the Lions is because Campbell made those choices all year long. And if, analytically, if there goes the analytics again, for Christ's sake. Yeah, analytically though, for, for, for from Campbell's standpoint, he's looking at a fourth and five. They're 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 completing forty nine percent of, and the kickers at, from that distance is is forty three, forty four. So the, the the odds are better to go for it than it is. Again, to, I mean, on your average Sunday, but playoff football, I would just put any points I could put on the board. I would just throw it on the board. I bet. I mean, up. I think in retrospect, I mean, it's 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 that Monday quarterback. Yeah. But if they get it, if they get either of those, and they're they right, go then down, they're heroic. Yeah, in that way. and then it's that. fucking. Then it's you know, <clears throat> but. You know, it's 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 always going to be everybody everybody versus Detroit. So, you know, I I just I, for me, my personally, for my brother talking to him this 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 week, it's like we feel good because anybody that watched the Barry Sanders uh, documentary, you know, when Sanders they they went and got destroyed by the the Redskins, like forty eight ten or whatever it was. Then that next year they came back and the Lions didn't sign anybody. They just didn't sign players. And fucking Aspen Sanders said, "Fuck this, man! Mm. Like they're not—they they don't, they don't want to win. They don't. And this this Lions team is signing players. That they're gonna fucking come back. Right? Yeah, so, you know they'll they'll be here for a while. That it'd be fun to watch. Yeah, no, it's it's and but the, but the thing is, man, is. You look at that fucking division, fucking Green Bay with love is it, going to be tough. Cousins, fucking uh, Minnesota went through three quarterbacks, and the Bears are always the fucking Bears. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Mongo for going in the Hall of Fame. Right. So, did you do, did you have a do you have people over? Did you have a little party? What did you do? No, nah, we just no, nah, we didn't have we didn't have people over. We just said we had just a, 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 some friends of ours, that just, and I, you know they just kind of came over. They they didn't even stay for the, the end of the game. Just me and my wife watched the, the game together. Now I have an eleven year old. One of my daughters is eleven, so of course I had to get a Travis Kelsey jersey now because yeah. yeah, Taylor's boy, my eleven year old, who's now can use the phrase award winning actress. Believe it or not, she got outstanding individual performance at the uh, International uh, Junior Theater Festival in Sacramento. Nice. So, yeah, that was a shocker. And so uh, she was so tied up with uh, that and the after uh, 
activity. She didn't get to wear her jersey, but uh, good thing she didn't because she might have gotten shot because that's what we do Jesus. now after Super Bowls. We, but you always see this shit, right, in, in, in the big cities after a fucking, whether they lose or win, cars get overturned. And Well, we didn't have a, a full-scale riot, but uh, what, with two? Two dead now? Kansas City? Yeah, I, well, I, last I heard was one was dead. But one, okay. They, they had two. They, I, it, it, somebody could have passed, but um, I was watching the news this afternoon for a little while. And I saw the ticker tape saying that they had the two, two, two of the shooters in custody. Juveniles, and, aren't they? Yeah, they were both in juvenile detention, and it was like a fucking spat. Like they, they, they fucking, it was a beef between like some some crews, and they, they, you know it, it ended up in gunfire. Mm-hmm. And like the fucking, the chiefs were like right there. Like the, oh the, yeah, the team yeah. The team yeah. was yeah. The team was. You imagine fucking taking one in the fucking bean. Oof. Hey, we're the Super Bowl. Bam. Right. Right. Could have so, happened. Uh, you know what, man? It's just. But we don't. I mean, gun laws are fine. I was just gonna say, you know what? It helped to curb this in the future. More guns. More guns. More more guns. God. Because I, I think Kev, your your philosophy, very simply put, don't leave the house. Is the way to go now. If we're not going to yeah. change laws, if it's going to be like this, if we're just no, going to have it. those big my parades. Wife, my wife was ten thousand people gather. My wife is always trying to let's go to this movie. Why? So we can be targets for fucking. We can wait fucking four weeks and and pay. Six ninety nine in our fucking home theater. I can fucking hit the pause and take a piss when I want. I can, you know, it's like I can drink my wine. I don't have to worry about smuggling wine into the fucking theater. Well, don't go to the theater on Speedway. Just find a nice little theater. No, there's, there's, there's I went. That has alcohol. I went and ate breakfast this morning, and the race is in town. And I had a fucking hat and sunglasses on. And I think just out of respect, like, people didn't fuck with me. But, like, when I walked in, like, I heard, like, my name, like, ten times. I was just like, oh, fuck, this is a bad idea. But then well, nobody bothered you, though. No, it was cool. Well, it's, you know, your height's a, a bit of a problem. So, you know, yeah. you get that taken care of. Yeah. Um. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Your brother did visit, though. He wasn't yeah. there for the Super Bowl, but he did come by. When he you came... guys get together now, do you talk about, 
like childhood stuff or is it all like contemporary no, politics we, we both uh, you know we we both lost our dad at you know he you know he was 10 and i was i was 8 and that you know that fucked it, that just it just fucked us up so well, maybe you wouldn't want to talk about that, but but like, well, com- that gets like brought up. And, and that gets brought oh, up. You st- oh, you oh, you you're saying you do it. bring that up? Fuck yeah, that's like we're, we're within fucking two hours of fucking like something will, you know, will, something will be brought up. Yeah, you know, because the fact my dad died at thirty six years old and we're both alive still, knock fucking wood. Yeah, but uh, yeah. On one of my old shows, one of the old kayfabe shows, you, you were—I guess you were in your fifties—and you said, very fatalistically, "There are no sixty-year-old Nashes." I was talking to you about your family history on on the air, and you were like, eh, "It's there's no sixty-year-old Nashes. There's no eighteen-year-old Great Danes at the dog park." I think you might have said as well, right. in reference to your size. But look here, you are proving. Proving DNA well, and at least, science at least, wrong. At least, at least proving uh, that um, modern science is fucking does wonders. Well, that is true. You, you do. Does your brother take care of himself like you do? Is he like no? But he, he does a health fight. nut. No, I mean he's he doesn't. He's not like fucking a weightlifter. He like you know he's he walks. He fucking watches what he eats. No, that's what I mean. It, I mean, it's, yeah. he doesn't get his blood drawn every other week like you do, right? No, no. I'll be going. I'll be going next Monday at three thirty. Get my blood drawn. What's the craziest shit you ever did with your brother? You ever do some wild fucking prank to some asshole across the street? Or God, I, I remember one time we fucking maybe somebody down the block that tripped yeah, your power down, because nah, they're building a house. Just, this is just down the, down the block, and we fucking. T- took our our own ladder, and we scaled over the fences, and went up on the fucking. Was just, people were just we were just fucking with them be, to be dicks. It wasn't like they deserved it, but we threw smoke bombs down their fucking chimney. And fuck, man, like the the old man was out of the house in like two seconds. Did you get busted? Fucking, we, we no man. We jumped over the fence, you know, and but we left our ladder, and it said it said Bob Nash on. Oh side. my god, you idiot! <laughs> and it had this fucking our address, and so the cops come to our fucking house, <laughs> and I mean they fucking you know two cop cars, you know, and they fucking they're banging on the front door, and my mom comes to the door, and we'd come through the back and act like we had been out. And I'm like, oh, I'm assuming we must have gotten in our garage. And, you know, What's going lying, on, Mom? Lying like, Cops fuck, outside? you know. <laughs> My mom basically just, you know, she had a, you know, I'm sure she smacked one of us, you know. That's like the guy in the Elmore Leonard novel that 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 gets pinched first. The, the, yeah. the driver is just, yeah, is, is a mess. Yeah. yeah. You know what I did one time in the days before? Please, nobody do this, by the way. Also, I said, well, you can't today because of caller ID. Before caller ID, when you could make a prank phone call, you know, and nobody would know who it was. Like when I was, I don't know, whatever, 12, 13, my, my friends would sleep over the house. We'd stay up all night. And we, uh, one night we was opened. Was nude? The, 
the elbow. No, we were clothed. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was the summer of 82. <laughs> the, uh, we'd open the yellow pages, and uh, one night we, we went, we opened to all the limousine companies, and we ordered a limo from each company to each house on my block Fuck. for the same time in the morning, and then just went to the window at 6 a.m. and watched the block fill with limousines and drivers getting out going. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah, me and Mark. Uh, no, you, you can't do nothing nowadays. Can't man. do anything anymore with the phone. No. Um, Double J, Jeff Jarrett here to tell you about SaveWithConrad.com. You've heard Conrad talk about the total nonstop savings they've provided current homeowners. But did you know Conrad and his team can also help my world listeners become homeowners? They make buying a home easier than getting the bag after a good housekeeping match. But don't take the last outlaw's word for it. Franklin Dove, Orlando, Florida. After listening to all of Conrad's podcasts and hearing the different stories that he shared, I felt the time was right for me to explore buying a home again and uh, reached out and one thing led to another and finally closed last week. It was excellent. Uh, everything flowed smoothly from my first contact. I just put in the initial request online. Francis reached out. We started the application process, got the approval moving. Holly was great. Larry Thompson was amazing. Everything was smooth. Communication was perfect. Really, it was a, a much better experience than anything that I could have imagined. My name is Franklin Dove in Orlando, Florida, and I got into my dream home thanks to SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. In my world, it doesn't get any better than five stars. Don't let your landlord get over on you. Walk out on that bad deal and stop throwing your money away on rent today with SaveWithConrad.com. That's right. It's SaveWithConrad.com. And MLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lenders. Woo! Chico watched us last week, or listened, and said Nash's idea of using punk in a role like a Piper's Pit is pretty fucking brilliant. If anyone, can't, if anyone can pull off one of these talk show segments and make them as good as Piper did, it's punk. Make it happen. Hunter, give Kev some bread for the creative. No, oh, thanks. Distant and vague, says Brian Danielson's white girl on vacation cornrows is hilarious. <laughs> I'll be stealing that one. Thank you, distant and vague. Oh, um, God. 16-year-old. You got to add 16-year-old white girl. 16-year-old white girl in Jamaica. Yeah, in yeah. Jamaica. <laughs> Elliot Ness, 11. Nash hit the nail on the head. Rock is positioned to be the Hollywood Hogan and the head of the table is the NWO. Maybe I'm not reading it right, but that's what it seems like. I was talking to somebody like my age and uh, who like is watching again a little bit. And he goes, uh, he was listening to the show. He said, yeah, he said, Nash said the Hogan thing. He's like, and it made sense. It's all things to all people again. It's, there's echoes of that stuff. For us, guys 50, 60, who used to watch that can tune in again. Um, the hero of yesteryear coming back as the heel. Um, crazy white heat for, uh, for Rock for the younger fans. And uh, they're riding away. We'll talk about it later because I want to ask you some stuff about the press conference. But um, it's a good time to be in creative at 
WWE, I think. It's a it's a great time because their their fucking crew is synergistically working so well together, making making people and making the, making the stories work and making shit. You know. Yeah. I thought the the Rollins interview at, at, on Raw was a, a, probably the best he's ever cut. Yeah. You know, and it took that to remind me about the the history with the Shield. Yeah. Which is like again another natural thing to step into. You've got the and then then and then yeah, and then you're talking about somebody that's you know so many. I just thought when he just said that you know that that, that Roman had had put like the glass ceiling was 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 high and you know the. The brass rings were were small, and he basically said to Cody, "This is it, you know. Like you, you, you got a shot left." Mm-hmm. And um, it was. Well, what was that? We'll go. If we go. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. Ringspan said when Nash was speaking about the Outrunners, that was the tag team that we watched uh, last week. Uh, he was trying to recall who the twins in the early 90s WCW were. He was thinking of Keith and Kent, the Cole twins. Yep. Let's get a visual on them, Steve. They had that fucking Kentucky waterfall fucking mullet going. They're good guys. Yeah, I think they had the full the full tights, the full the spandex, you know, the neon spandex as well. <clears throat> Look there at that were. fucking, go to that one over on the side. Look at that fucking mullet. The, a the one, wicked one yeah. with the flat top. Look at that, too. man. That is Kentucky. And you're talking to Jesse. Jesse going skullet. Yeah. Jesse going hard skullet. Telling them both. That's like the stand lane into, or like a stain <sighs> flat into the fucking wicked possum tail he had going. Yeah, on just fucking, just that's good shit. Um, Tommy Damon. So somebody, somebody in that photo, find the camera. <laughs> Come on, guys. Somebody find the camera. I got yeah, it. Yeah, I know we're blocking everything upstage here, guys. You, you got to talk to the audience. Tommy Demon, you both are knocking the chic speak out of the park today. Right on, right on. Did we do a little cheeky last week? I think we. I don't, I don't know. There's always room for cheeky. <coughs> yeah, obviously. but the thing is, is that's just that's that's organic. You know, you have absolutely. To, you just slip into it. You don't even she- know. Yeah, yeah, when the cheeky comes in, he comes oh. in, Bubba. Got my fucking my stenosis is acting up. That I got that nerve now going down. My that arm sucks. <sighs> Yours, at least, you know, there's some ring activity that you can. Yeah, right. but I, I fucking, do absolutely dude, nothing bullshit. for my injuries. You're, you're at the, you're, if, you're, if you're at a computer and you fucking yeah, work on a computer, that's fucking, that's yeah. so bad. Yeah, hunching over here for a few yeah. hours is always fun, too. Well, I mean, but it's just, yeah, when I leave here, I'm crippled. Pseudonym1821. Hey, Kevin, Sean, I would love to see Texas secede from the Union. I would consider it the proverbial sticking a penny in the light socket moment. The one where your dad doesn't stop you from giving it a try in the hopes that you'll learn not to do it. The ultimate tough love angle. Keep up the good work, fellas, for life. Yeah, it would not go well for Texas. No, and it's like, fuck, man, I, I like Texas, you know. Like well, Texas is fine, but Texas is a state talking about it, so... Yeah, but it's fucking... It's that idiot Abbott. 
Yeah. But I mean, at the same at the same time, man, fucking like I, I I've got to say, like, for three fucking years, Biden fucking knew 800,000 people were coming across the border. Then all of a sudden it's like, hey, we're going to pass this thing and throw a little to the Ukraine, a little bit to the fucking Israel, and uh, we'll get some some border shit going here. Well, what before you guys think? this, we covered it. We, we covered those numbers. I remember Steve bringing them up. Yeah. It was in the news, and then we covered it, and we were surprised by the numbers, and we did a little multiplying over the months to see what it was going to be annually. So, you know, if people people like to say we're hopeless cucks for biden we did talk about that and th- and that's of his presidency and before let's be honest i mean the, the border's never not been an issue um with the 14 feet of wall that that trump built uh, didn't do much but it's always i, was I remember during obama's presidency didn't pay for it right well that's coming i guess they're gonna get the bill from uh desantis i guess no, but, uh, he, I remember he, talking about it. I think he got. Biden I think. He, I think. He, I think. I think. Fucking Trump just got a, a pretty good fucking bill today for about yeah, four hundred and fifty. With interest, what are we talking about? Four fifty three. I think was the ballpark. You know, pocket change. Fucking. You know, two thirds of what Fox Fox had to come up with to to Dominion as a as a company that's got six employees. So uh, he and Rupert are a race to the top there with <laughs> liabilities. Uh, Sitari five eighteen. Funniest thing about the pod to me is Kevin Nash making obscure ass references like he does for every other sentence he utters, and Sean nodding along enthusiastically every time as if he actually understands and isn't utterly lost by half the random analogies. Kev makes. Do we talk about weird stuff that that I'm not supposed to know about? I, I tend. Don't think, I don't think. I feel any... like I tend to understand what we're talking about. Yeah, and I, I I think we've we've had enough conversations in our life where we're we're pretty close to the same age. I mean, not that close, but we're close enough to where. Like sometimes I'm sure I'll make analogies that are are, are pretty. No, but even like who I I I know all the music that you talk about. Yeah, I know who fucking Parliament, uh, who Parliament was, and George Clinton, and I don't know the OJ's, whatever shit we were talking about there. Yeah, I don't know. I, Maybe we're talking about stuff that we talked about before, so we don't explain it. Like shit we talked about off the air or t- ten years ago or something, and maybe we don't follow up. I don't know. Uh, let me know what else I'm doing wrong. Satan five eighteen, come sit and talk here after being up for a day and a half. For oh Jesus, I did a I did a fucking red eye, Kevin. Do you sleep on the plane? Uh, I call those brown eyes. Jesus no matter what, Christ. man, you fucking you, you smell and feel like shit when you get off that motherfucker. Oh yeah, still not recovered. I'm not a, I'm not a good, I'm not a, a good uh, plane sleeper. No, I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm up at the angle, and I, I just, I can't sleep sitting up. You know, even you know, you get one of those, you know, like I'll, I'll get a first class to fly overseas or something like that, and it's like, oh, it, you know, it, it reclines in the case of fucking cocoon. Yeah, those pods you can't. Yeah, sleep that's in those? great. Well, yeah, if you're six five. No, that's true. Yeah. Put some put some size sixteens at the end of that motherfucker when it's about this fucking tall. You try to cram your fucking dogs in there. It's like fuck this, man. Mm. Yeah, I get it. 
I got to take a fucking stick and drink some, drink a couple of cocktails just to keep the fucking white noise out of my brain because I, I'm sitting there going to the fl- the flight tracker and it's seven hours and fourteen left. I'm like motherfucker, yeah. I'm already miserable. Yeah, had six hours overnight. We took off at twelve fifteen. Where'd you fly out of? Sacramento. That's in the middle of nowhere. And uh, just, I mean, they put those, they put those neon blues on, and it was like, okay, and everyone knocks off around me. I got, I start to get restless legs. I start, you know, I wrote for a while for a couple of hours, and I tried to watch TV and. So I'm like, all right, I gotta, I just gotta get up and stretch legs. I gotta walk around. I walk through the cabin. Everybody's asleep. No freaking problem. Oh, everybody's yeah, everybody's got the blankets on, snoring, mouth open, catching flies, drooling. That's you know what and you gotta do. What you gotta learn to do is you gotta learn to do the fucking solo mile high club. Oh, just hammer one. Just hammer one out. Right. Just boom. Yeah, that was the last usually, thing I wanted. Usually that'll fucking before. usually that'll put you to sleep. Yeah, give it a shot next time. Maybe in the seat. I don't even know if, if nothing else. If, if nothing else, fucking guy that follows you up and wonder who fucking who's spilling bleach in there. <laughs> Lay a fucking just a big load on the fucking floor. <laughs> I don't know, man. Was there when I got there? <laughs> was it Woolite? Is there is there a wrestler on board? Nash washing his trunks. Homeless Cats says, I must say this is one of the best podcasts out there with actual good insight and opinions from the main attraction and the co-host. I'm a huge Jim Cornette fan, but Kevin Nash is a good, honest listen. Kevin, you're a good, honest listen. Thank you, sir. And um, Kev, make sure you get at that manscaped device okay it's time to check in with our new year's resolutions okay we all had some 2024 is here it's in full swing and it means it's time for a new year's resolution check in with our friends at manscaped hey newsflash it's never too late to level up the grooming game and keep your bush tamed manscaped's new lawnmower 5.0 ultra is every man's cheat code to look good feel good and turn the page on confidence this year whether you're going to trim or you're going for that clean shaven look perhaps the trimmer has you covered trusted by over 10 million men worldwide now is the time to get a grip on your grooming with our exclusive offer go to manscaped.com and use code click kliq for that 20 percent off free shipping the ball has dropped but don't drop the ball on your balls Kevin's a big fan of the uh, the performance package. He uses the bag, the travel bag that it comes with, which is rather lovely. It's the MVP of 2024, guys, the fifth-generation lawnmower. It just gets better. It's not just a trimmer. It is your grooming sidekick. It's equipped with two skin-safe blade heads, a standard one for taking a little off the top, and the new foil blade to go smooth wherever your heart desires. Hey, don't forget everything else which is in the kit. The Crop Soother Ball Aftershave Lotion, Crop Preserver, and Anti-Chafing Ball Deodorant, Essential Aftercare Products, these are. And the Toiletry Bag, guys. Oh, there's boxers that are great, too. Listen, go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code CLICK, K-L-I-Q, and you're letting them know that you listen to us, which is always good. Embrace a new you and definitely embrace a new trimmer, courtesy of Manscaped. 
And we have uh, our friends it's, here. It's always live. nice to, like, I mean, that's a three-time-a-week buddy of mine. I didn't get a chance to to hit it today. I got some, some shit I wanted to get to. And I was downstairs, and I, my everything was upstairs in the middle bathroom. I was just like, ah, shit. I didn't have time because I've lost power for three hours today. Do you have a storm or something? Yeah, some st- a storm called a fucking... New guy in the neighborhood getting his fucking power connected to his crib. So, so that's to sh- tr- turn like the transformer off, yeah, make I the guess, connection. Man. Yeah. How long did it last? Three fucking hours. Whoa. I'm like, fuck, man. Just. Guess you're not going to bring him a pie. I'll bring him a cow pie. In a tin? Yeah, and he'll fucking he'll, he'll open his door and go, I didn't know fucking people still ate corn. Yes, dude, they do. If you'd like to be part of the live audience. As, as we said as we said a long time ago, and you, you, you brought up this question, what is fucking the, the wrestling fascination with shit? And Are I you? just said, yeah, I don't know, a, it's just... You guys got it all covered. I yeah, don't know. it's like fucking just... I've seen people's fucking gear get shaken baked many a time. Yeah. It was one of the items when we would do what's in the bag on, on you shoot, and I would pull, you know, give me the first person that comes to mind with the bottle of Jack, the bag of weed, the bag of coke, and a pile of shit. It was always in there. Like it's in every wrestler's gym bag. If you'd like to be part of the live audience watching us here tonight, they hang out with us a little bit for the pre-show, see how things happen. They get the shows early. They get them commercial free. They get to join us here and ask questions. And on top of that, they get some exclusive stuff. Steve, can we put another, let's put another uh, Kevin Nash kayfabe commentary show on for them uh, this month. What do we got? What did we do last month? We did the, the, the WWE. Timeline WWE. Okay, guest booker. Let's do the guest booker where Kevin wore the lime green shirt. It was very tough to design ads around the lime green shirt. With the fucking, with the green, the, the, the green the, backdrop. The, the, the green screen, the green shirt, and the logo for Guest Booker was red. It looked like, uh, you know, uh, the Italian flag, yeah. So, uh, yeah, let's give him that. And you know what? Someone mentioned Sheiky, Steve, today. Why don't you throw one of our Sheik shows up there, too? For free for our subscribers, move a cafe. Oh, Bubba! You shoot Iron Sheik. How about you shoot Iron Sheik? Put that up there. Too much, Bubba. Where I do the, where I Fucking, do the, I do the bag, and almost every item I pull out, he goes, me, <laughs> me, <laughs> bag of weed, me, me, the white stuff, Iron Sheik. Yes, the gimmick? you shoot Iron Sheik. The gimmick. Go to clickthistv.com, clickthistv.com. Sign up and uh, you'll get all that stuff and more. Kevin, if I ask you what got 100 million social views in 12 hours and 4.7 million live viewers, what sporting event would you have told me? I would have said it was the Thursday press conference. <laughs> yeah, you would have went we right actually, to that, right? That we actually made reference to on our last show saying that I would never in a million years watch, but I would know by Thursday night what had went down on that because I was interested. Yeah. And lo and behold, boy, we fucking, we weren't wrong. 
I, I looked at those. I said those have to be wrong for That's a press huge. conference. Nobody knew what was going to happen. Did you did you see the Meltzer thing at all? His coverage of it. He he he, he was making. The, I don't know who. Uh, I won't say who sent me, but a friend of mine that's you know, a in the business. Pretty, yeah, pretty big fucking deal in this business. Sent me a, 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 a fuck with it, just like a file. <clears throat> it was Melser, I think it was off of X. And um, Melser, it starts out with Melser saying that Dwayne Johnson isn't the, as big a draw as Taylor Swift. And he's saying like the press conference was was free and like three thousand people showed up for it. And if fucking Taylor Swift did a press conference, there'd be more than three thousand people there. And the guy that was doing the the talking with him was was in agreement. And um, I'm thinking to myself like that's that's like that's not even apples and oranges. Why was he comparing Taylor Swift to a wrestling? I, I, I don't know what the what what the correlation was at the beginning. Okay. Of, 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 of I guess the significance. Maybe they were talking about those numbers or the significance of having Dwayne. But I do know this, like living in Daytona Beach, and Sunday we're supposed to have a race, but it's going to piss all day. But the master ceremonies is the Rock for the Daytona 500 America's race. Gentlemen, start your engines. Mm. That'll be, that won't be Taylor Swift. It'll be Dwayne. And that's a very strong demographic that you're gonna, he's going to stand in front of. And, and I just, you know, so. I looked at it like when I watched the press conference, you know, and, and, and a lot of people were, you know, had made reference to the fact that Rock came closer to the camera to make himself look bigger. Well, when they were leaving the press conference and it was Heyman and Roman and Dwayne and they were shooting them from behind, there was no fucking camera trickery going on. Rock was fucking gigantic next to Roman. We covered the rock size on this show. We we looked at pictures. We looked at stills. Yeah, he's months you know, ago. Yeah, he's a he's a big fucking dude. And Roman is like, you know, Roman's is a huge star. It's just, it's, it's talking about Roman like you would, would, talking about Dwayne with Taylor Swift, who did a, just did a billion dollars. And she goes out there by herself. She's not Taylor Swift and the. She's Taylor Swift. Right. You know. And she, not only does she do a billion dollars, but she also does a fucking movie that does like 400, you know, million. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just like she's. But then it's like trying to compare Roman, who's basically a part-time wrestler, to Dwayne. Who, if you watch... If Dwayne's not talking about the USFL, uh, if he's not talking about, like, he's so brand, I mean, he's he's like a genius in branding. Um, 
you know, it's like if you follow him on, on Instagram, it's like, okay, you know, 19th, I'm, I'm dropping my, my new uh, Project Rock Under Armour line. It's like he's got shit going on, on, on so many fucking levels. And plus, and he's fucking, he's, yeah, he's, he's in great shape for a 50-year-old 50, 50 man. But this storyline in particular, and the way it played out, however accidental, and they're capitalizing on it, great. The, He's the, a great fucking heel. It's This is back, and just the fact that the, the Crybabies, which was a great, a great little alliteration there, right? The Cody Crybabies. Just the fact that they're so passionate. This is back to the old ladies with the umbrellas in Memphis swinging at people when they left the ring. But and they that's fo- how you know you've got business. They followed up the press conference with McAvey on Friday morning, and that was where the, they, they did the whole uh, McNugget thing where you, you shove them up your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. You know, Rock's saying that. It's it's so easy for a, like the normal wrestling fan to dislike somebody that's worth a half a billion dollars. Like you know what I mean? Like that's, that's just, a natural built-in reason. To yeah, hate. it's yeah. just yeah. We talked about it last. We just said class thing. Yeah, the class like anything, he's, but he's it's so perfect right now. And the uh, they could they could they could do this for a year. If 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 they if they played this right, just because of all the players they've got involved now, right? And the uh, although I hope they don't do. There's talk of the tag team main event thing. They they're definitely going to go with the singles, right? They're not going to change this. They won't change. No, the, the the tag match will be either after like Rollins said. I got you. You know, like like that that that's a way to. To stick, you could do that the first night, and then I, I, I don't know. I don't think that that's going to dilute anything because anything Dwayne is in, Dwayne's going to be the focal point. But I mean, you need a title match at WrestleMania. You need you're going to have a single. You, you got to do Roman. Yeah. You know. But it's you know it, to me it also it, it, by having a. Uh, Seth does such a great job of being an ally to Cody. Mm-hmm. It prevents that fuck job for WrestleMania. So if they do work, it's not like Cody or not like uh, Seth doesn't have his back. Mm-hmm. Unless fucking it's the ultimate swerve and he fucking, he's in on it. He turns on him. It could be, right? And that would be cool, yeah. too, because of the history with, with Roman. You know, so and he got he that had... opportunity. So, yeah, so. But it's exciting again. Yeah. Well, we're well, talking well, about shit again. We're and talking we're about... talking about fucking, like, something that has so many legs. Yeah. You know. Like, we, I, I'm, I'm watching Ron. I'm, like, fucking, like, all of a sudden Bobby Lashley's. That comes out and he's in an elimination match against Bronson Reed. I'm like, I'm just like, like fuck. Like every week, I, I forget that they've got this guy. I forget they got this guy. Right. You know, it's like fuck. Like jeez, they got a lot of fucking talent, man. So other than Rhodes, Rollins, Rock, and Roman, now with, with 
with Rhodes and they, you could add Nakamura to this, Kev. Nakamura's fucking—he's—he's—he's already—he's already locked in the main event on Raw every week. So the, the ten thirty-five slot. Yeah, he's got him and Sami Zayn with a run-in, and that was—it was funny. My wife was watching uh, the show with me, and she like you know she doesn't like really watch wrestling that much, but she was you know I was I was into it and I don't think she's seen like she hasn't seen me watch this much wrestling in a long time and the fact that like she like she realized she goes like are you you tape Smackdown now huh no, she I'm only like, used to see Raw on there. I, I, yeah she would only <laughs> see Raw she would never see Smackdown and um, I said yeah I said I, 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 I tape Smackdown now I said because it crosses over I said I don't want Miss Dwayne and what he's doing with with uh, with Roman, and she said, she said, well, that's are their numbers better? I said, oh fuck yeah. I said when you had players like that, I said, you mm -hmm. know, you you get like like you were saying, like there's casual fans that that will draw back, right? Like you'll make it, and it's perfect timing, like the last football game of the year. And du and Dwayne smacks Cody Rhodes, and then motherfucks everybody. You don't fucking you, you know he just the way he. I thought Seth was a little bit too much to not if you're going to get that involved in the press conference aspect of the physicality. You can't. You, he almost went. I mean, I'm I'm fucking fine. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. picking the fuck out of this. You know, would you? Um, you would have had. But him. I, but I thought it's the same thing. Cody kind of got bitched. Like he got smacked and fucking like, dude, if you fucking smack me, I'm. Well, this is what I was going to ask, uh, in regards to that. Did he not retaliate? Because it's not just the Rock and a competitor there. He's on the board. Would you hit a board member of the company you worked for? I wouldn't even. It wouldn't even register. You would have just retaliated. Yeah, because board hit, the board member's hitting you. Right. The board member is fucking initiating contact. Mm -hmm. So fuck that, man. You, I, 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 there's nobody on this fucking planet unless they're fucking special needs or something like that that fucking smacks me that ain't fucking getting. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm gonna fucking. To all the special needs people out there, you have a free shot at Kevin Nash. You just no, heard that. that's that's something I'm saying. Maybe <laughs> it's it could be half your autograph line at the next Comic Con. So, um, so what? Let me let me get a prediction. So, are we going to get? Do you think we'll get contact between even in the tag team, even in the tag team capacity? Are these guys going to wrestle? Before WrestleMania, are we going to get The Rock in a tag match against Cody and Seth? I think it's going to depend on how they, how creative they can be, and and, and keeping them apart. Right. See, like they, they they went off they went off the air with with Cody getting to Drew. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that kind of. There's, they're, 
they're keeping those embers where the physicality is he's still coming down, you know. Now, to me, it, it, this is where you, you, you got to watch it. What made Cody switch into fucking, like, sweatpants and, and something he could actually move in at the end? Unless you can't come out in a fucking suit and come out of you can't you can't start the show coming out of the your bus in a suit and then fucking just all of a sudden be in your working gear because you've got, got to run in right yeah you know it's true. It's just, I mean and again that's back to the logic we talked about all it's the time, that, right? yeah it's that fine tune but it's just like how do you do two months Kevin. And not have, not put them in the ring. How do you keep them apart? Minus like the pull apart shit that you're going to get here and there. But how do you keep it interesting? You got to keep it hot. Like it is now. I mean, I could say some things and then I, I don't know where, where, where Paul's going. And I wouldn't want to say any of the, the things that I, I would think of doing. Um, That's because why people come here to hear what Kevin yeah, but would I, do. I, I would. I, he, he's he's limited to what he can do, and mm-hmm. one of them's one of them is like a, a gym. And if I said that, it and he would be like, "Fuck, now that's out," and he he couldn't use oh, it. He's not gonna listen. He's too busy. I'm not. I'm not. Ta- I'm not giving a fuck whether he's listening or not. I'm talking about fucking it up for the fucking program. If you make a guess and it's and this correct, spot, it's one of the fucking. You, you, there's only so many things you can do. So if I say one of the things, and I'll say it when we get off the air, and you'll understand. You'll go, oh yeah, well if you would have said that, that 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 would fuck up. You couldn't do that. So it's Nakamura. I know it is. No man, but it's different color mist. When we get done, I'll. And we—it's just the four of us. Well, I'll—I'll I'll explain it, and then, you know, that's what because the live the, listeners are treated to. No, they won't be treated to this. <laughs> Steve wants a the trio of uh, Lashley, Bronson, Reed, and Nakamura to get involved. We know that's what it was. Where was I? Where was I at? Oh, was, we, I was doing that rival show. And um, somebody was was talking, and they were like, they weren't one of the boys, and they were saying, "Yeah, right there, you know, is where they need to th- have a three-way." And I said, "Yeah, fucking, if that ain't a typical non-working motherfucker right there, have a fucking three-way, so you can fucking sit there psychologically and fucking put together a match where fucking I got a fucking." We got to get you down and stop so we can do a spot to do this. I said those fucking matches fucking blow. I said they. I said the only person that fucking hates a three-way fucking worse and fucking the 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 fucking the guy going over is the guy fucking doing the favor because somebody's doing a favor and it's fucking you know somebody's getting beat and then there's a guy with his dick in his hand. This was a non-worker that made the suggestion. You yeah. Think? Yeah, they said, yeah, right there. I said, no. Obviously, you fucking you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. That's why you're over here fucking with a, a piece of paper reading shit. Uh, Scott Demore. 
what was your what was your take on him when you were there? I've known Scott forever. Um, Competent. Yeah. I never. I, I don't. I, I wasn't really ever booked like directly underneath him, but when he and I would 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 talk the you know would talk business. I don't think we were we were very far off. So what's this all about? His being, if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, he was let go from uh, TNA uh, Impact. I heard through the through my my, my grapevine um, that I mean Scott's you know Scott's father was um, was wealthy, and Scott's done well, and I think Scott is at a point in his life where. He's got enough wealth. If he doesn't need the fucking, you know, the, the hassle, but he wants the job. And I think what happened is that he just started getting short with people. And I think uh, some of the people were, were were people that were paying the bills. Yeah. So this wasn't just a corporate restructuring. You're no, saying this was a I, response to his behavior. I think it was he had some, he had some heat. Gotcha. Definitely think he had some heat. Because you guy, don't mm-hmm. you don't fucking leave and have a fucking a letter come from the talent saying we we you know we think that you we need somebody in the position uh, that mm-hmm. has wrestling knowledge and we think that person is 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 Scott will be you know was will be. Moving forward, you know, so when you have the locker room backing you and you're creative, that's that's huge. This other guy, this other guy, I don't think has that much wrestling knowledge. Anthony Ciccone is, uh, he was the president of Anthem's Entertainment Group. So you got a a non, this is a non-wrestling guy, obviously, right? Yeah, Jim Hurd's brother. I was just going to say, is this like a, is this like a Hurd situation here where we're going to have the boys just listening to someone? I don't know, and uh, I don't get a check from them, so I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but when you were in WCW and the the AOL Time Warner police used to come and sit in your, your meetings and stuff, there was that natural, uh, I don't want to say animosity, but us, them. Well, they, they, people no, in the business, yeah, people not but it's, in the business. It's people that... It'd be like the same thing as if, if you went into in the, in the... Remember when you were a kid and they'd send you to the teacher's lounge? You'd be like in fifth grade. They'd send you to the teacher's lounge. And then you'd knock on the fucking door and they'd say, oh, Come in! Oh, I got to get Mr. Fucking, So-and-so's coffee. Yeah, and yeah. you'd open the fucking door and everybody would be in there fucking hoofing down fucking Smoke. cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, just like... Just it, it was almost like a, a, a like you, the worst. Like I never thought that. that you know, and um, I think that's kind of like when you have creative people in, in, the, in the wrestling business, and then you have people whose job is to impede the the process because there's there's it's their standards and practices. You know, but you can do double entendres and, and, and innuendos and everything else. Like if you're creative, you can still put across the same smut. It's just not gonna. It's because it's, it's a little bit highbrow. Do it a little coy, yeah. Yeah. But, but now, I mean, here's a guy who's gonna be um, 
put in charge who's who's not a wrestling guy. So, but he's I mean, an that, ex- but he, see, I, and I think one of the things is is I think that they were they were running over budget. So well, you you know. So oh, bring, so he's a guy who's gonna he's gonna bring in yeah, go so through the the, the, uh, the, the coffers business, and the business aspect of, of, of that's always know. the most popular guy in the in the company, yeah. huh? Anybody that wants to cut budget, that's that's about as as popular as you. So not, not not only do you not really know what the fuck you're doing creatively, but you're cutting fucking you're 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 cutting fucking money. It's, it's back to baloney to a, to and a, ham. To a, yeah, yeah to, a, to a place that fucking is a, is a skip above fucking you know, having fucking uh, bottled water. Bottled water. Man, going to go to the bottled water. So. Sting's final match. You're a, you're a fan of Steve. Uh, yeah. Personally, as a, as a, as a guy. No, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, I mean he's a, one of my like, better, you know, he's, I, I consider mm-hmm. him a, a very close friend to be in, in the business and to have not spent, you know, the, the time that I did with the click. Right. He, um, I was thinking back to his career when I saw the article that it was going to be his final match. And, uh, he kind of, he was one of the guys that was able to much like the band kiss to, to change identities kind of with the times to kind of fit you know with the you, you had the the neon with the neon face paint and the bleach blonde hair when that was in the 80s right when that was relevant and then that whole dark sting crow sting came stayed relevant through that road that maybe a little too long to, to now but he had one of those charmed careers where he was able to always be a top guy by adapting his personality and not not being afraid to leave what he had built behind. I mean, when Crow Sting, Dark Sting, everyone called Bad Sting, was here, there was nothing left from that. It was like when the Hogan had to put on the black and white, all that other shit had to go. Yeah, but Hulk, Hulk was always a fucking. He was always a fucking gym bag in his car away from being in fucking red and yellow. What? Oh, because of the the the, the performance, brother, no, or or that he wanted he, to go back. You mean always? Look at I mean, look at him in, in the Rock. How long before he he, mm-hmm. he he? I mean, it was he was you know. Whereas, Sting committed. To whatever to the direction he was going in. Yeah. After, yeah. Plus, Steve, you know, Steve was the only guy that took, like, he did. He's the only guy because he saw what happened. Everybody that that left WCW as a top guy that went to the WWE got fucked. Everybody, mm-hmm. from Goldberg getting beat by Christian with a fucking chair to, I mean, we all got fucking beat. Nobody got, nobody got, like, nobody got a run. And. Why was that? It was that Vince's thing where if he didn't create them, he didn't want to give them any credence? You yeah. hear that sometimes. Uh, it's, it's like anything else. So the victor goes to spoils. It's like, fuck you. Like, you, you, you know, you, you motherfuckers tried to put me out of business. So. 
Well, I, I mean, the workers that. were just doing their job. Well, Could have put Sting well. at the top of the company, couldn't you? On WWE, I mean. WWE. Oh, no. because no, he, he went against fucking Triple H's first fucking match. Well, I mean, you could have booked that differently, though, if you wanted to. Well, we did. We did the best you could. We 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 made it kind of a schmoz at the end. Ran DX in with fucking kind of WCW. Would you send Steve a little something, little text that night after it was over? No, he after his retirement. I you know he asked me to be a part of it, and I just said that you know it, because of. Of my positioning with with the company that I you know I with with WWE I couldn't mm-hmm. you know I, I mean I could even be there in the crowd I mean I, if I went I went in the crowd it would be you know did he give you any indication what he wanted you to do was it just to attend I just think or? he wanted me to be there because I was just one of the guys that spent yeah. with him the whole you know the whole run right so he understood you know. Yeah, I think he was disappointed. I mean, I was disappointed, but I just, I, I knew. I asked, you know. They, I, I, you know when you ask and there's that, that three, four-second pause? <laughs> and it's just like, okay. <laughs> like. Asking hey, the girl after the like, prom. <laughs> it's like it's, it's like fucking when you be on the road, you're like, hey, babe, uh, we're in Fort Wayne. I'm going to go to Stewie's strip joint. You got a problem with that? Nothing. Crickets. Yeah, no. I'd say, remember, babe, I put you through college working strip joints. I don't give a fuck what you do. This wouldn't be autobiographical, would it? No. Okay, good. So who will attend? I've never been in Stewie's in Fort Wayne. (laughs) You, (laughs) you won't attend. Who will attend? We'll, we'll perhaps. uh, Let's see. From will Rick? You think Rick will go? Nate's just been on the show the whole time, hasn't Mm -hmm. he? Uh, we'll see, uh, let's see, we'll see, um, uh, Dirty Dutch, good, saw, maybe? A little Dutch? I don't think so. Uh-huh. I saw a good, I saw a good clip of fucking Tyson smoking weed with fucking Nature Boy. It's some, I think it was, <coughs> I think they had like a cannabis deal out in Vegas. Rick was signing for, uh, his, 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 uh, cannabis. And Mike? Mike's got Mike a brand too, yeah, right? Yeah. I think I think they're all under Mike's umbrella. I saw in my uh, my local um, smoke shop they had uh, Snoop's um, brand of edibles. I did not indulge, but um, could Jackknife be far behind? One must ask. Right. Well, I know we're going to be in Missouri. Jackknife will be is coming to Missouri. I'm hoping. I'm, I'm sure we'll be in Ohio because that's just a drop down the border once they get the dispensaries and everything up and running. So we'll be in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So, will Jim Cornette attend this Sting's retirement match? I'm trying I, to think of who we worked with in WCW. I don't fucking. Corny could be I, there. Sean, I have no fucking idea. Could be there. Billy Jack. I, I, will Will Bill, Billy Jack be there? I'm just gonna fucking shut up over here. You can just yell, yell to your fucking Tourette syndrome. Fucking stops. Let's <laughs> let's do the tap out, Kevin. This is a fun. I just time. did. Let's. Not... 
I just tapped on on fucking who's going to be at Sting's fucking final match. I know. I fucking, I'm pretty sure Big Bill will be there. There you go. Thank you for participating. <laughs> Thank you for doing a show with me. Um, uh, maybe Ken Patera will be there. I don't know if he's going to be there, but he's going to be in this week's tap out. Okay. This is a Ken Patera promo. Uh, from his uh, from his second run when he returned, this is the thing he did when he got out of jail, and he did the you know I paid my debt to society. I'm a I'm a baby face now, and um, I always enjoyed listening to Ken like on shoot interviews, but I guess some mornings, real early when you got to stand there with Gene, um, it it just doesn't always come uh, like it should. Uh, so here's uh, Ken's promo. On, um, I guess he's cutting a promo on uh, upcoming matches against the Bobby Heenan family, which consisted of, uh, I guess, King Kong Bundy and Hercules. Big John Studd. Family, Ken. That's right. The weasel has come to the point that the conspiracy is completely out of hand. He turned his gang of henchmen on me. His goon squad, King Kong Bundy, King Harley Race, Hercules Hernandez, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. It's always fun yeah, to I've watch been Gene before. in these things. But I'm so humiliated right now, I'm afraid to turn my back. I don't want the people to see what happened to me. They whipped me like a dirty yard dog. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Weasel, and the goon squad. I can take pain. I can recover. recover. I can recuperate. Well, I'm beyond that. I am so upset. The, the actions that are going on in the World Wrestling Federation, especially from your so-called family, that it's just a matter of time. Like I said before, and I said it to you, Mean Gene, I've said it to everybody, it's just a matter of time when Ken Patera gets in full gear and runs the World Wrestling Federation, or rids the World Wrestling Federation of the likes of you, Weasel, and King Kong, Bundy, Race, Hercules, Orndorff, all of you. You're all going to go down one by one, and I'm going to make sure of that. For the whipping that you gave me, whip me like a red-headed stepson, I'm sick and tired of that type of treatment. And when I get ready, when I'm in full gear, Jeez. Heenan, Weasel, whatever Jeez. you guys want Try to do, not to. Bring... <laughs> you tapped right when Gene did, too. <laughs> fucking, I, I was just watching Gene. I was waiting for him to fucking tap. He was, God, he was, he, God, Gene was the best, absolute fucking best. He must have been great to just hang with, though. Like, to oh. chill. Like, after the card. Drink cocktails with that motherfucker, man. It was like it was like probably as close as you're ever gonna get to fucking having cocktails with Sinatra. Yeah, it was just a fucking. You told just, I don't know if you told it on air here. I know you told me elsewhere, but you you guys had a layover at the same time. Oh, and, we had we always used to layover because wherever we came, we came into Atlanta, and then Gene would fly to West Palm, and I'd fly to Daytona. So we always and it was like always that same. We had like two hours. And we, you know, and we always went out of B. So we'd both be at B, then we'd, you know, we'd, we'd meet into the, back then they were crown rooms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Kev, you got time for a cocktail? I think I do, Gene. All right, then. Set this man up. And, and, and give me some of that brown stuff there, too, will you? You know, I did forget to tell everyone that uh, that the tap out is brought to us by Blue Chew this week. Our friends at Blue Chew, 
steadfast and loyal they are. Yay. Um, let's talk about sex, guys. Remember the days you were ready to rock and roll whenever the opportunity arose? Well, those days are here again, thanks to those little little damn pouches there with blue chews stamped on them. They're the unique online service that deliver the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets, Ken Patera, and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anywhere, day or night, so you can plan ahead and be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com. Consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and uh, once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Best part, all done online. No visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Let's be honest here. Um, does it work? You know it works. You've had We've had testimonials from our people here yes. um, online on the uh, Click This Broadcast here. And um, they want you to have better sex. So here's what you're going to do. Go discover your options at BlueChew.com. Just chew it and do it, guys. we got a special deal for our listeners. Try it for free. Okay? Use the promo code NASH, N-A-S-H, at checkout. Just pay $5 for shipping. Give it a shot. And... Uh, and uh, give your partner a shot there. Uh, go to BlueChew.com, promo code NASH, receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. We thank BlueChew for continuing to sponsor the exciting segments right here on Click This, the Kevin Nash podcast. And uh, it's time for Kevin to defend his uh, his impressive record. I thought it was time for me to take a piss. Florida, hey, if you can hold on for uh, two minutes here, we'll see how you do with Florida yeah. man and Jersey guy. I got a little criticism I saw in the comments. They thought last week was a little easy for some reason. So we'll see how this goes here. All right, two headlines, guys. One, an actual Florida man. One, an actual Jersey guy. First headline, <laughs> man carjacks his grandmother writes her a four-page apology letter. Second one, <clears throat> man uses a device to steal $1,700 worth of fuel from a Wawa, authorities say. Man carjacks his grandmother. Ends up writing her a four-page I'm going to go the second one be, being Florida. Stealing the seventeen hundred dollars in fuel. I don't think that I don't think there's Wawa's in Jersey. Well, there are, and uh, and that was a Jersey guy. All right. And uh, the man uh, that carjacked his grandmother wrote her a four page. I, I just can't letter. see a Florida guy writing four four pages. Of four pages. <laughs> that was kind of a fucking like. That was I the swerve right yeah, there. Yeah, that, huh? that was the swerve. Thing. Jesus maybe, Christ. Maybe it was double spaced. I don't know. Uh, this was Alan Aspinwall, who was arrested and charged with unarmed carjacking and domestic battery on a person 65 years or older. Uh, this is in Leesburg, Florida, uh, in the Lake County area. And uh, our friend from Jersey. Beat me like a red stepchild. A red, a red step uh, child, Gene. Uh, this was uh, Kelvin Giron Brand of Patterson, who uh, used a special device on a fuel pump uh, to uh, steal over. Uh, how? Where do you put seventeen hundred dollars worth of goddamn fuel? Multiple containers, and uh, paid less than twenty dollars for the fuel thanks to ma the manipulation device. How about that? What the fuck? I mean, Jesus. 
kind of brilliant in a way. All right, Kev, you want to hit the head here? I don't know, and, how, uh, I don't know how brilliant it is since he's got a fucking mug shot. He did. He did. He did quote. All right, let's call this the high spot of the show. It's brought to you. I, I got Gene in my head, and everything I say now sounds like Gene. Call this the high that. spot of the show. That's not a bad thing. It's brought to you by our friends Mickey Ray Sinatra and Courtney and their Get Blitzed Lit Aid. It's on oh. fire, Kevin. This is on fire. I'd like to take some credit for for our show. Take some credit for having uh, helped start the get blitzed craze. Yeah, it's just got a good, but the, the ad's got a good vibe. It just, but the the bottom line is, man, is is you get fucking a good buzz. And you said you, you a lot of your friends. Talk yes. about because it's like they don't have to fill the house with smoke and stuff. They just sit yeah, there. They don't, their wife has no idea that what they're doing. <laughs> they're just fucking. They're getting blitzed. They're drinking little, their little, uh, you know, little soda with it. Yeah, because it's nano infused Delta Nine THC sip and syrup. It's a syrup. It's a syrup. Comes in a little bottle there. And listen, a teaspoon is all you need. Um, Kevin's friends that have tried the Delta 9 sip and syrup swear by it. Kevin swears by it. Kevin likes the uh, the key lime in the Sprite Zero. And it's like THC on steroids, okay? It's a syrup. You mix it in. Any beverage. You could do a tea. Um, as little as a teaspoon. Fast onset. We're talking 5 to 15 minutes. Nano-infused means it goes right to your bloodstream, okay? It bypasses the breakdown in the liver, and it works like alcohol. This is not Delta 8 crap. This is the real deal. It's THC Delta 9. THC that you get from marijuana. That's what we're talking about. But it's in the THC sipping syrup. Best thing, guys, it's legal. You're not doing anything untoward. You're, if you're in Maryland, you can actually go to the Stay Lit Smoke Shop. Uh, the rest of us, not in Maryland. It's legal to ship it right from Get Blitzed to all 50 states without a med card, as long as you're over 21. Now you can save 15% whenever you enter the code CLICK at checkout. Do that. Go to get-blitzed.com. That's get-blitzed.com to try the Delta 9 THC Sip and Syrup Lit Aid from Get Blitzed. Get-Blitzed.com. Promo code click. K-L-I-Q. Get the sip and syrup. Get your 15% off, too, by using that code. Thank you, Mickey Ray and company. Might as well get two, because once you once you get it, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I'll go through this. Yeah. You know what was so funny? When they when they first came on, they didn't, uh, the folks at the in the advertising department uh, didn't let me know that we had a new sponsor. So I get a package in the mail with the the bottles of this. There were two rolled friends in there from Mickey, who was a fan of the show, clearly. And I'm like, I'm like, some lunatic has found my address and is just sending me shit that who knows what this is going to do to me. So I, I put it in the closet uh, only until I realized that we had a new sponsor that I should be trying this. Did it? Uh, did it get unearthed? Ask Nash. Hashtag Ask Nash is where you go, uh, what you type, rather, on the socials to get Kevin to address your questions. Uh, like Rocky Monroe, who said, I know you're an Elvis fan. Have you ever visited Graceland or Sun Studios? I've been to, to Graceland. I haven't been to the, I haven't been since they've redone it, though. They've done some. So I'll, I'll definitely in the next couple of years have to have to do a little Graceland 
Just Memphis is one of those cities, man, that just always get a bad feeling. I don't know because Dr. King got fucking whacked there. I don't know. Which is Anything that most- has a Martin Luther King negative vibe since he died on the same day as my dad is just like. April 4th. And I mean, and yeah, when I say the same day, I mean the same fucking day, not three years apart. Like, oh, the oh, not just the date. No, you April 4th, 19, 1968. My dad died that morning at oh, 10, 10 o'clock. Fucking wow. King got shot that night in Memphis. I was sitting at, after we got back from the funeral home, I was sitting in the uh, back bedroom with fucking little. 12 inch black and white TV. Yeah. And I fucking, they, they, they cut to the fucking bulletin. Wow. And they fucking said that King had been been shot. What'd you think of the, the recent portrayals of Elvis? Two films. You had the Elvis movie and then you had Priscilla. Um, I haven't seen Priscilla. I saw the Elvis. The, the Elvis movie it was more of a, I thought that like, more of a Parker kind of like more of an expose on, on, on oh, the of, Colonel, on, right? On the Colonel than it was. Uh, I, I really didn't think that uh, like this is Elvis is probably the best. Um, the kid did did an amazing job. And yeah, that's what I meant. The actor, yeah, yeah, he did a great job. I thought Kurt Ru- Kurt Russell did a good job playing Elvis. Yeah. And so this, so Priscilla, um, in comparison to the two of them, I thought less. Uh, well, Steve, Steve is saying Priscilla was miserable, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably think that Mister, Mister Kaufman's got, got my best interest in not to fucking yeah. look that bitch up. Oh, I saw that in the theater too. She was good. Uh, what's her name who played uh, Priscilla? Uh, Damien also. Oh, Asoteo, has Kevin watched the Netflix documentary Made You Look uh, about the Nodler art gallery scandal of selling fake works of art like Jackson Pollock's? As Kevin is a connoisseur of artwork, might be something on his watch list. Love the show. I I, I haven't seen it. I, I would watch it, but I remember when people have always said that to me, you know, they're like, so do you have anything like a Pollock? I'm like, yeah, I got $44 million dollars. To fucking to 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 buy a Pollock, so I got I got that on my wall. Get the fuck like, that that priceless artwork is just that. It's like nobody owns that shit. You can't even go to the Dolly in St. Pete and see three of his works of art that are worth a shit because they're all on loan someplace. Mm. You know, it's so hard to. That's why I always like to me like to go to the Met. The mo- the modern art in New York mm-hmm. is is like they always they always deliver. Yeah, yeah. I got to see Starry Night there. I got uh, uh, Water Lilies, which is massive, which I had no idea it was like panels and panels. But the one the, the Water Lilies at the Tate in London is bigger than that one. Really? Do they are they do they tour the same one or or no they it's 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 a it's like Monet like if you've ever seen like the House of Parliament is a is a is a group of paintings he's done and it's like it's like at dusk at night it like they're 
it's like a series of the House of Parliament in, in London. Mm. And the same with, you know, like there's some that are just like a huge water lily, and that's like the whole painting, and there's others that are, you know, that show like foliage, and mm -hmm. so there's a... Gotcha. Quite a few. Thomas there's Logan, alternate history scenario. October 28th, 1996, you get a call from your agent saying Stanley Kubrick wants you for a substantial supporting role in Eyes Wide Shut. Shooting starts in a week, and it's a one-year commitment in the UK. Do you take the part and quit? Wrestling? Mm-hmm. 96? October 28th, 1996. What are they paying me? Thomas, fuck. you forgot who you're talking to. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I'm not a mark. You give me fucking, give me three million bucks, I'll fucking work the drive-thru at McDonald's. I don't give a fuck about movies or fucking anything. I don't want to get paid, man. To work with Kubrick, though, one of the breaks. give a fuck? I watched some of his finest work called The Moon Landing. So. Brilliant. <laughs> Favorite director you worked with? Soderbergh. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, I was blessed. It was only a day, but I had Robert Duvall. Just saying. And you know what? Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman, about a year before we lost him, too. Directed a little was, film called... Yeah, I, I, there's Jack nothing that he's, he's not great in. Oh, and just the... Friggin' the best guy. Um, a live audience, what do we have here? Who do we have? Who can we talk to? Dan Updike, how many iterations of Kev are in WWE 2K24? Last year we had three, Diesel, NWO, Kev, and Outsiders, Kev. Do you know? I have no idea. All right, someone let us. I'm sure someone in the... Uh, is it out yet? Steve, is it out yet? or? Uh... No, okay, so it's not out yet. So we will find out. Let us know whenever... Whoever's first to get the game, let Kevin know so that he... Uh... Now, Kevin, is that royalty similar to in SAG, you know, if you play more than one character, you're paid a separate residual for each character. So if, you, if there's like Kevin and then the evil twin of Kevin, um, but you play both, you're paid to... Why do you think Eddie Murphy wants to play seven characters right. sitting around the I, table? Because um, he's I, paid seven times. I, I, I don't get... Uh... I don't get cheated too often by the royalties. Right. I'm just wondering if like if there's three Kevins in that, then there should be three yeah. times the amount that Goldberg's getting for his one. I think that goddamn I think character. that what I think what would happen though is that the diesel would be their trademark and then the other two are Kevin Nash, which they don't trademark. They can mm. register but they can't trademark my legal name. They don't own my legal name. Right. Right. So, uh, who else? Who else is out there? Our family. Thusly, why I did that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we're thinking about you now. We're going to be hauling Nash. We, we got this. <laughs> uh, Kevin Gilbalt. Were you ever offered any roles in the Predator or Alien movies? Well, the guy that played the Predator was Kevin Hall. He died. He was supposed to play Super Shredder. I played Super Shredder. 
That's crazy. So the original Predator that we're talking about. Kevin Hall. Wow. Played basketball, I think, at George Washington. Seven wow. foot one or two. Yeah, tournament's coming up, you know. Where do we, how many weeks away are we? God, let's see. Three, three and a half weeks? Now, what would be the weekend? That, now we're more than that because they're, uh, what are they? Just, no, we're halfway through February. Ga- about 10 games. In, about, yeah, but they're about 10 games into, uh, into the SEC right now. Okay. 12 games. We'll be doing our uh, Florida Man Jersey Guy tournament also. Uh, for those of you out there, excited to see that. Ryan from the gym. Do you have any Scott Demore stories, any comments about TNA? Can you ask Alex Shelley to bring back Paparazzi Productions? The shit was cool as hell. Ryan, I hope you joined us for our discussion about that. Um, showed a little footage of Nash's ass that night. Don't mind telling you. When you Generally, when you look back at TNA, Kevin, is, is it a time you enjoyed? Oh, God, yeah. I, I, drew, I drove from my fucking house, man. Yeah. I left the beach, dropped the top, got some sun on the way over, and then I'd always get a six-pack of, of like, <coughs> Miller Lite on the day that, and I'd burn one and just put the cruise on 70 and just drive home. Just, it was like. These were the Dixie years, right? Yeah. How was she? I worked she with her once. I, she was I, very easy. Yeah, she, I, I had a very good relationship with her. She was always cool to me. Is this, again, was the main criticism, it's not a wrestling person, so why are you talking to me about what I'm supposed to do? Was that was that the problem? Not with me. Not with you, but uh, listen, the the criticism of Dixie was, was fierce. That's why we had her on You Shoot. We were let... Everybody have at her. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I just think that she was just one of those people that, if she was, if if she had a fault, it was kindness, and that's then that can be a that can be a, a fucking a huge fucking uh, back door for fucking just the the fucking the the, the business. Mm. We're we're a pretty ruthless bunch of fucks, right? So what you're intimating is maybe she was taking advantage of a little bit. I don't think she was. I don't think that. I think she was. I think she was a lot. She was a lot smarter than she let on. Yeah, got it. Well, one thing I will say about her is she said that she said any time. This is kind of when we were we were finished. I wasn't going to work there anymore. I was going to go back to WWE, mm-hmm. and. Um, she said, I, I will say this. She says, of all the times I've told you, and this can't leave this room, this can't leave this table, and I would tell you something. She says, not one time did I ever hear something that you promised that you would you would keep in confidence. I said, that's just, that's, like, if you, on the street, that's all you got. Right. Like, you were. Yeah. yeah, if you ain't, yeah, you ain't going to make so... To me, like, that's just that's 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 making money one on one. If you're going to ask somebody to fucking give you some cash, they better be able to trust you. Mm-hmm. I got two things: my boss and my word. And I don't break none, none of them for you. Good, Vernon Schneewitz. I never fucking liked that motherfucker. 
For all I know, he had my friend Angel Suarez <laughs> killed. Killed. Motherfucker. Comes as easily as the Sheik impression, by the way, a little Tony Montana. I could, I could no, no matter what time of day, dead asleep, I'd fucking start that. As far as I know, and fucking Scott pop up. He had my friend. <laughs> He'd fucking finish that shit, man. Oh, I miss Brilliant. that motherfucker. I had a fucking, oh, I had a gagger today. Coming home from the gym. And um, had kind of a weird dream last night that it was like I was like, it was almost like I was directing the dream, but I couldn't direct myself out of it. And it was just like layer upon layer of just shit going on. I'm like, fuck, man. And I knew that anytime it, like, I had to get up and I, I was going to have breakfast with my brother and his wife before they drove over to St. Pete. So I had to get up and, like, for me, you know, fucking milk the cows. For my brother, he's like, you're fucking kidding me, right? Like, 10 o'clock is fucking, it's early for you? I'm like, yeah, dude. 10 o'clock is fucking miserably early for me. And, um, like, my wife, like, has fallen in, like, through the 35, 36 years of just, you know... Like, she'll wait, you know. When I used to come home from TNA, she'd wait up for me, you know, the final day. And, um, like, today, and my aunt's in town. My my my, uh, my aunt's staying with us right now. And she's 80, fuck, how old? She's, like, 86 or something like that. But she's, like, she's, she's got, like, her, her, her she's, She's not pulling a Biden. She's pretty fucking with it. And um, where was I going with this? Well, your brother. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, pulled I'm, a gagger today. No, he just he he, he made me get up. Oh, I, I was going where where um. So I went to the finally. You know, I said fuck. Your it, aunt I, is doing better than you, by the way, with the, 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 the story. I should have her tell it. Well, fuck, man. I, I probably because I'm sleep deprived right now. I'm like I'm, I'm, I'm like one of those Guantanamo guys. The fucking they kept up fucking with the. With the <laughs> You're gonna the, give the, away the government secrets tonight. God, what did I watch that on? Where they fucking they they, they waterboarded. It's the it was a uh, Adam Driver's is the in the movie. He's like the guy, and it's um it's it's like real shit. And it's they—it's when they crack the whole fucking uh, CIA when they're fucking torturing those fucking guys. Have you seen that? When are we done here? Uh, the report. The report. Fucking absolute. Little bit slow at the beginning, but fuck, man, it's just just good cinema. You yeah. know, just really fucking like well done. But anyway, so I'm driving home today, and like I was thinking about that dream, and I'm like, God, like, I, I can't believe like T wasn't in that dream somewhere. Like it was so fucked up. Like the only thing that would have saved that would have been like my like, seeing T or interacting with T. And as I'm having that thought, that that new Blink 182 song comes on. Like I think it's called like one more time or wish I had one more time or whatever. And it's like, 
it's I usually don't I I won't even listen to it when it plays. But I just mm-hmm. said I'll, I'll, I'll make it through this. I got about a minute into it, man. All of a sudden, my fucking throat got all, and I was like, "Fuck!" I said, "Man, am I, am I gonna fucking like?" I could feel my eyes getting watery. I said, "Fuck!" I said, "I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it here." I said, "I need to fucking uh, yeah, one more time." Is mm-hmm. the name of it, Dom? Thanks. Steve, Steve hit us with fucking, uh, with the, the report. report. Yeah, it, 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 and Steve said, was it all, like a lucid dream? Fucking it was. The only thing was that was missing was, was Kurt Russell going, come on, man, you know I'm real. You know my kids? <laughs> like fucking Vanilla Sky, baby. I was going to say, was did you get? Since you were in charge of the dream, did you get Sophia Vergara in it at all, or, or that's you know, where Sophia who the comes leading from. ladies in the dream. that's where Sophia comes from. The song Sophia comes from Vanilla Sky. Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah, you did tell yeah, us. Yeah, that's that. where. Yeah, that's where T T had that. I remember I, I turned him like he got to a point where he was he, he wasn't like he was like eleven. He's like, Dad, he's like, you know, turn me on to some fucking movies. So I'd be like, and I used to like I used to buy fucking DVDs like they were going like like they'd be going out of fucking style. Oh, imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of years later. But like Eternal <clears throat> Eternal Sunshine and like fucking Bill Sky and I gave him all these movies and he'd like fucking he'd he'd just en- engulf them. You know, he'd watch him like three, four times mm-hmm. in the course of two days. Like, you know, just <laughs> and so, yeah. So I had I had a, a, a tea moment today coming home, and then I came down here, and it was like when we used to walk in the store. It's we we used to both just automatically when you turn this the corner to go like to the front door. It's like fucking you know it's like six stories down and it's just one of those things where if you're fucking five foot eleven and you fucking probably passed out you'd you'd, you'd hit the railings but me and t as big as we were we'd fucking go right over the top so we would fucking both not even saying a word we'd both hug the fucking as soon as we turn that thing we'd hug the wall and uh i, I fucking managed just i got like severe vertigo like just a for a split second like like that kind of whoa fuck and i know i was i was still upset and i was like too many too many thoughts and too much processing going on for my fucking cte brain and um i just looked back behind me over my shoulder i said oh yeah i'm hugging the wall just like you are like you know and then i opened up and it was just like it was really kind of cool because, like, I didn't come right on today because I just kind of sat down here and just was in the moment and just looking and, you know, like, realizing that the only reason that I'm doing this is because of him. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a reason it says 4T on there. And there's a Absolutely. reason that, I mean, for everybody that, that you know, Took the time. I'm, I'm fucking everybody's Friday night up because I, no, you know, I had no. people in town. But the other cool thing about it is 
that you share this with the audience and everybody here whether it's in the room now but, but who watch it you know the you know 50,000 people they're going to watch this they know what the 4T means they're all right. in on the story and they're invested in it too he's as much part of what goes on he's on the screen the whole time right and they know what that means and that's because you chose to share it i i listen when you call, you texted me that night at five o'clock or whatever it was i didn't get a link i said you're not getting a link because you're not going to do this today and you said to me they have to hear this from me i said all right and we, you know we ended up doing it the saturday or whatever but but your decision to go on that week was uh you know you get credited for your bravery and and no doubt that's part of it but i guess what you saw maybe unless it was an accident but i'll credit you what you saw that i didn't i think a lot of people didn't was if you go on that week he stays part of everybody's right. story and that's why this show is it wasn't why i did it it was i wasn't gonna let somebody say my kid fucking od'd a fentanyl or you know it, was, it wasn't gonna be anything but what it was and right. now looking back at it i'm like there's so much data with kids that age that got fucking vaccinated and the booster that had cardiac problems including lebron james's fucking son yeah who had a cardiac arrest guess what my kid died of a cardiac fucking arrest mm -hmm. you know and i'm thinking like what the fuck like and i yeah like i can go back to that fucking that day i then i do it way too often but just that look when he fucking went in this fucking into cardiac arrest and he we made eye contact and he reached for me and then he fucking fell back on the bed it was just like fuck like he did he wasn't it that was man that was just like and i was i really thought that like as time went on that that would fucking but like that's when I was talking to my brother, you know, I was, I was talking to my brother and we were talking about my dad, and it's just like, no, man, like when it's that fucking like when it's that tragic, and it's that fucking, it just there's just no fucking way that you, oh, you know, time will heal all. Fuck you. Time ain't healing shit. It becomes part of your existence for the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's what, I think that you know, people say you cope with it. And I'm like, no, you don't cope with it. It's just, you, I told my wife, you know, when, the, the night we got home, the morning we got home from the hospital, you know, and it was pronounced. And I said, well, we got two options. We can fucking go to bed and get up tomorrow, or we can fucking go get in a corner and, I can probably starve to death, or I said we gotta just, you know, we gotta, gotta move forward, and we have. So, well, you had, 
you obviously were a support system for each other. Yeah. Being there together. I remember you didn't, you know, you didn't want to go on the road. You you made sure no, you were there for her. No, but at the same time, I, I, time. And I've, to, I've told people this before. I said, you know, it's two people that are drowning aren't very effective, <laughs> you know, getting out of a fucking uh, a, a swimming pool. You know, like both people are drowning. So it was, you know, it, and it was almost like I'd have a fucking day and she'd have a day, you know. But occasionally, like even still now, it's just like there's, there's some days, man, where it's just, it just, like, it's, it's just, I, I, like seeing my brother really um, made a, like, made it all come like back to like full because it was like I'm seeing my family it's like you, you just you realize what, how little time you have on this planet you saying it was helpful seeing your family or or, or yeah. it was difficult no I mean it was it was difficult but you have conversations with somebody that's been around my he's been around T forever Mm-hmm. Just like my sister, you know, like, so when they tell, they're telling a story and they were down here, you know, with, with like uh, my my niece and nephew, Austin Aaron, um, it's like he, he's talking about tea where it's not like, it's not like people that don't know, you know, like my buddy Lewis, like, you know, I think he was probably more, more, him and Peggy were probably the most affected of our friends because they just, they, Lewis drove T to school like every day for years. So, and, and, you know, and Lewis has got a real dry sense of humor like T did. So I think that that, and I still think like it's, there, there are times that, you know, that I, that being in that house is is rough on everyone. Like they were like I remember they when my brother and his wife came down they were just looking around the house and they were just looking at like there's boats is what they're called. But they're built to hold guitars, and T's got you know, like fucking he's got so many guitars because that was, you know I, I was wealthy and I fucking I I don't need shit but. Man, if he fucking saw something he wanted, fucking Fender fucking bass or, you know, some fucking this or that, like anything he wanted, like, you know, he got, so. And so you, you, your brother being there, and uh, is this the first time he was down there since he passed? Yeah. Then my sister came down, but she only, we met, um, we met in uh, Orlando at right. Capitol Grill, and then she came down. Like she's, my sister's been. I, I think my brother hasn't been down, but my sister has. But it's only been fucking what? It's only been like what, what sixteen months? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh... Yeah, what was the date? October nineteenth. October nineteenth. Yeah. I'm so bad with dates. I'm always the day off on everything. 
My dad's fucking, that was the Tony Canigliaro fucking <laughs> beanball to the eye. So that April 4th is, you know, fucking pow. There goes my career. So. <clears throat> Rather than make any dick jokes, I'd like to remind everyone that Click This is a production of Butch and Sundance Media produced in association with Podcast Heat. Created by Tristan Nash, Kevin Nash, Sean Oliver, producer Steve Kaufman, graphics by Dominic D'Angelo, title sequence and audio edit by Wesley Burleson, theme song by Dale Oliver, technical research by Tristan Nash, copyright 2024, Butch and Stundance Media. Kev, you want to do another one? Yeah, let's see if we can uh, hit one on Wednesday. You know, people don't realize how hard it is. Like, if we do it on Wednesday, we miss, like, everything. And but we didn't. Then today I thought we would pick up more, but like Dom's watching SmackDown, <laughs> and we, we we got some catering. Fucking we we can tell you that catering's good in fucking the arena tonight. Never 